The creators of Rocket League get bought up by Epic Games and people are leaving the Anthem team. Let's jump into it. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 67 of Diggity Podcast. I'm Jeff James. As always with me is the incredible, the unobtainable, the incredible two times. Luscious Brody Faults, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing great, actually. I'm, uh, you know, we just, I, I'm going to sound like I'm not with it, but basically we just finally watched a full episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. Which might sound nuts, but, you know. It took this long. I, I had seen, like, you know, bits and pieces because we had HBO at one time uh, here and there. And also, I've, you know, I've seen stuff online a lot. So, but we actually have, you know, all of the all of the episodes up to, like, season four or five or something like that. So, I have, we're just watching them. I have the, the first five seasons, and I've watched, I think, two episodes. And I've had this for, like, <laughs> three years now or two years or something oh like that. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't Ugh. watch TV unless uh, Amber's watching TV with me, and she just doesn't want anything to do with Game of Thrones. So, I, huh? Maybe one day. It's cool. It's neat. Yeah. There's a lot of nudity in it. Oh yeah, a lot. A lot. Like I mean, we were watching this in the living room, and you know we're three stories up, and it's a big window, so I'm sure <laughs> you could just look into our living room and see boobies and butts all over the place. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, you can't find boobies and butts on it, but you can follow us certainly on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. You can find gaming news there. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube channel name is Diggity. It's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. Subscribe to our podcast, the audio version, if you're listening to it right now, on iTunes, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. We're there. So hit the little subscribe button. Also, maybe uh, hit the little star button, too, or the rating system, or leave a comment. Helps us out a ton. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. That again is D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. And you get access to a ton of audiobook titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or if you're old as shit, your MP3 player. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity for your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Thank you for supporting the show by going to that Audible link. And with that, do you want to hit us off with the... Diggity deals, my dude, and pass the savings on to you. So this week for the Nintendo Switch, you can get Let's Go Pikachu at Amazon for $45.99. For Xbox, you can get Mortal Kombat 11 at Best Buy for $49.99. And Best Buy comes again, or comes through for us again for PlayStation. You can get Sekiro Shadows Die Twice for $44.99. Oh, now Best Buy just has to have the ultimate come through for me and make sure that A Link to the Past comes out and it's not just some bullshit thing <laughs> on their website. Some wish, some big, long, stretch wish that someone had created. I hope it's real. Yeah, I uh, I sure hope so. Cool. All right, well, this is the Friday show, so every single Friday we do something called Indie Radar, and that's where we choose a game that uh, is intriguing to us or compelling to us um, that is announced and not necessarily coming out or coming out even soon, to be honest with you. Most of these are all kind of 2019 dates. This one actually has a month to it, which is great, Um, but this week's uh, Indie Radar game is Pine 
Pine is an open world action adventure simulation game. It's set in the beautiful world of Albemarle. Uh, you take on the role of Hugh, a smart young adult, a smart young adult, sorry, who will have to explore, trade, and fight his way through a stirring ecology filled with creatures much smarter than humans. Uh, it features a seamless open world to explore, filled to the brim with secrets, puzzles, and collectibles. A smart simulated ecology of species who fight each other over food and territory. A diverse cast of species to befriend or hinder through trading, uh, talking, questing, and fighting. An engaged combat system that learns from your every single move. And a sweeping story of a human tribe at the bottom of the food chain, struggling for survival. The developer on this is Twirlbound. The publisher is Congregate. And the platforms for this are PC um, via Steam, not the Epic Game Store. So don't worry, your data is not being stolen. You don't have to... Um, Review bomb shit. Uh, and the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> the release date for this game uh, is posted as August 2019. Um, and with that, I mean, I'll give my points on this. Basically, go check it out. The trailer is available uh, to view on our YouTube channel. Uh, I picked this game, honestly, for the premise of it. Uh, really cool uh, premise of just, you know, what if humans didn't make it to the top of the food chain? Um, and... I mean, there's all sorts of ideas that you can get with that. Also, the honestly, again, we say it a lot of times, but the art style in this game is interesting as well. Um, kind of almost like World of Warcraft-ish. Yeah. In my, it definitely in feels my feel. very World of Warcraft. Like, there's no real sharp corners on stuff or anything. It's all kind of like rounded edges. Um, very interesting characters. Um, there's like a there's a, a species of moose in there that looks kind of interesting, um, and uh, and the character also just really neat. So go check it out on Steam on the Steam Store. Watch the trailer there or on YouTube channel, and go wishlist the game or go check it out and see if you want to wishlist it because it's kick ass. Yeah, this game looks really really cool. Um, I think the, the the premise of it, you know, the humans not making it to the top of the food chain is just really a really cool idea, and then. The way they explain how this game is going to work and how everything really revolves around a lot of the the, the uh, sorry the decisions that you make um, and how you know the the different tribes of different species interact with each other based upon things that you do or things going on in the world and uh, just a ever growing and uh, changing world. I think it it's a really cool premise and can't wait to see what uh, what we get. Oh yeah, sweet. So, uh, PlayStation was a little late to the game this this go around uh, for their free PlayStation Plus games um, for May. Usually, we kind of get a leak or something, you know, a week earlier. But uh, I think it just came out yesterday, so <laughs> we actually get Overcooked and uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Finch, sorry. <laughs> but uh, two two pretty good games, Overcooked. A lot of fun. One of the few games I can get my wife to play with me. A um, lot of fun, but not when you're drunk. We no, suck. No, Oh, the f- my God. The four Collectively of us, as yeah. a group, we are awful. <laughs> as a unit, we suck. <laughs> Perhaps maybe Friday we try this Yeah, again. I'm sure we'll give it a shot. I've got vodka and all sorts of good goodies. I'm excited to play Drunk <laughs> Overcook. <laughs> oh, God. All right, man. Should I jump right into the news? Yeah, let's jump into it. Sweet. Awesome. Uh, so, Psionics, the devs behind Rocket League, uh, have been picked up and acquired by Epic Games. 
so the deal is not officially closed, but should be closing near the end of May to early June. Uh, Sonic states that the game is and remains available through Steam and that anyone who owns Rocket League through Steam can still play it and can look forward to continued support. So a little bit of damage control there if you ask me. But uh, after a huge outcry from the internet, including review bombing, Epic Games has come out to clarify the game is not leaving Steam uh, even after being added to the Epic Games store. So, which makes sense. I mean, I, I don't think they'd ever want to take it off there to begin with because it's so many people fucking own it already. Yeah. And they're spending money. There's no way they would have ever done that. There's yeah. absolutely no way. Uh, with the way that Epic has kind of been doing things, they, they've been really pushing for a lot of exclusivity. Um, but yeah, I, I think this, this game has been out long enough and it's such a huge game and a lot of people own it that, yeah, it, it would have been a nightmare to try to pull it from Steam. Even even in this case with how Epic has been doing everything, it, it just doesn't make any sense. But, right. uh, yeah, there was like 400 and something, 468 review bombs in like a few hours after. <laughs> just, what? Here we, yeah, I, I don't have, I, I've said my opinion on the review bombing thing. I, I'm not going to jump into it anymore, but uh, stop being shitty human beings, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, oh man! You know, on this thing, we don't know. We don't know fully what the amount is, right? That they got for this. No. Um, here's my question for this. I mean, aside from what we know right now, and we'll know more probably towards the end of May um, when this truly closes. What? Who? Like beyond Psionics, who do you think that they maybe buy next? Dude, I I don't know because I didn't see this one coming at all. They could buy anybody. Yeah, I mean, really, they could. And so far, everything that has been exclusive and everything that they've bought and i just i never saw any of it coming i i really didn't see rocket league or psionics getting picked up maybe they buy riot games yeah well i if riot games keeps going the way they're going uh they could probably get it pretty cheap <laughs> yeah but i mean if you can pick up league of legends oh yeah no maybe riot games maybe um I'm trying to think of some other ones they could pick up i'm surprised no one's picked up double fine yeah yeah, that that's one that's kind of surprising to me. Um, um, but or someone, I mean, or they swallow up like Devolver, you know? Yeah. Between Epic Games and then, I guess Microsoft hasn't really announced any more acquisitions lately. But uh, I mean, no, E three, E three. I'm sure there'll be a, a whole slew of new, new. Hey, <laughs> do you like a studio? Guess what? We're buying. Yeah, it. we're buying all of them. So. I I think eventually it's going to come to a point where they're going to be competing to try to buy studios out until Epic runs out of money. Um, yeah, God. Because God if knows it isn't going to be Microsoft anytime soon. So. Yeah, no. Def well, I don't. God knows it's, gonna, it's not going to be both. Yeah, yeah. Epic. I mean, holy shit, Epic dude. is Epic Games making so it. much money. Ugh. Good Lord. Uh, so the 2019 World Video Game Hall of Fame inductees have been announced. Uh, the inductees are Colossal Cave Adventure, which is a text-based game from 1979. Jesus. Uh, Microsoft Windows Solitaire, which... Yes, the OG. Oh, yeah. Which, yes. Uh, the, the first time it debuted was in 1990 on Windows 3.0. Uh, Hell yeah! Mortal Kombat, which debuted in 1992, and uh, this one's kind of polarizing wow. because it was extremely controversial at, uh, yeah. at release. So the fact that it made it into the video game Hall of Fame is really kind of cool. 
I can't believe it wasn't there before. Well, what the hell? I, we'll we'll kind of get to that in a minute. But uh, the, the oh, okay. video game Hall of Fame has only been around for a handful of years. It hasn't been around very yeah. long at all. Uh, and the last one is Super Mario Kart, which debuted in 1992, uh, and it's kind of figured that across all of the the games in the series. It, there's about 100 million units sold of Super Mario games, or Gee. Super Mario Kart games, sorry. Um, so out of out of 12 games, they reduced it down to this list of four, but the, the other eight games that were in it were uh, Candy Crush Saga, Centipede. Oh, thank God. <laughs> It'll be there before too long. Just oh, wait. Oh, God, no. Uh, Dance Dance Revolution, Half-Life, Mist. NBA 2K, Sid oh. Meier's Civilization, and Super Smash Bros. Melee, which uh, this is kind of interesting to me that Melee made it in there by itself because everything else is a series rather than just one specific <laughs> game. But, uh, hopefully Melee gets good. there because I fucking love it's that game. It's too good. But um, the Video Game Hall of Fame was established in 2015 at the Strong, um, which is a highly interactive collections-based museum devoted to the history and exploration of play. Uh, all inductees to the Video Game Hall of Fame will permanently remain on display in the museum's second floor. Nominations can be made by anyone, but the final decisions are made by or on the advice of journalists, scholars, and other individuals familiar with the history of video games and their role on society. So, one day... Maybe we could uh, help help in, uh, induct something into the Video Game Hall of Fame, huh? Yeah, but also, you know, one day we need to go visit there because it's only in Rochester, New York, dude. Yeah, it's not very far at all. It's not very far away. We could do it. Be a good uh, good weekend trip. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Maybe a week Hit off trip. Rochester, New York. <laughs> you know? Uh, really just, I hear there's so many things to do in Rochester, New York. Right. Like, fire me the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Um, apparently, people on the Anthem team are leaving, and it's mainly the lead creators. So executive producer Mark Dara and lead producer Michael Gamble and lead director Jonathan Warner have all stepped away from Anthem despite the 10-year plan Bioware had for this game. Uh, only Warner plans to return to work more on the project in the future. And according to a tweet by Gamble, the creators all left the Anthem team to work on the next Dragon Age game as Bioware shifts its focus. So it sounds like people are like, this thing's fucking dead. We're done. Let's go move on to Dragon Age. I was really excited about Dragon Age. Um, what was it, last year at E3 when they kind of did the teaser? Um, I am mm -hmm. a lot less excited about it now. <laughs> oh. I am, dude. They, uh, Maybe they just can't create new shit, dude. Maybe. Maybe that's their problem. I mean, they kind of messed I up bet you Mass they Effect, too. Dragon so. Mm, they did shit. <laughs> I mean, oh. uh, I I don't know. And it, they fucked there, up Peggle too. Yeah, that it. Peggle two was not is not nearly as good as its superior. <laughs> you Peggle. You and Peggle, man. Now you have to have a Peggle. Uh, you know, I gotta I gotta preach the Peggle. Yeah. At the least once every episode. The wonderful word. The of wonderful Peggle. world. Of <laughs> God. Uh. I don't. I'm not really all that surprised by this. Um, it sounds like they're they have people obviously stepping up to kind of take over this, and it's the I believe it's the lead of the uh, the live events um, aspect of this game. Um, ah, this is this is a mess, dude. 
The anthem well, was I mean, just a mess all the way around, and it's not getting any better. We we pride ourselves on being the blunt podcast. So here's my blunt answer: This game fucking sucks, and people left it. Yeah, to go work on another game. Yeah, because that's the truth. That is this game is not good. That is absolutely the truth. This game is poo 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 big poo poo <laughs> big poo poo. Uh, you know what's not poo poo? What Splitgate? Split hey. uh, Splitgate was announced today uh, or yesterday, I guess. Uh, th- this is going to be a new free-to-play arena shooter from uh, 1047 Games, which is made up of Halo 3 veterans. Uh, it is being described as Halo meets Portal, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, it will be available on Steam for free on the 22nd, and it actually even took some shots at Battle Royale as a whole genre it says no chicken dinners just frags and tea bags <laughs> right there in the announcement oh my trailer God. uh dude this uh, this game looks whoa they said that no chicken dinners no chicken uh, but they're the they're the ones sucking the dong of PUBG for the longest time yeah. Microsoft right well this is this is specifically uh, 1047 i mean it's a this is true yeah, it's not it's not All actually right. microsoft but uh, otherwise it'd be coming yeah. to xbox but it's just coming to steam um, yeah, what the fuck? Dude, this game looks really awesome. I don't know if you saw the trailer or not, but it looks really fun. Even if you just jump into it for a little while, I mean, it looks like it could be a blast. Hmm, damn. Well, you know what's a blast? And means that you gotta go fast? Sonic, Sonic baby. Sonic. Woo! The internet has won. For anyone who didn't read the description of the podcast of last episode's <laughs> podcast. Did you read that by the way? I didn't. I did. You didn't read no, it? I, I, Every now and I then. I don't ever read you know, them because I, I, I I'm here when nobody we record does. it. So I, no, I don't need no, to no, know no, what's no. in it. It's okay. Nobody nobody needs to know, right? So so there, there's a small portion, right, of of the podcast. So episode 66 you know, there's like the whole summary says someone thought it was a good idea to make the new Sonic character in Microsoft Paint, and we've got some awesome news about Mortal Kombat, Steam, and Nintendo, right? But then if you actually read the long description, here's the lead up to why the internet won. <clears throat> I wrote, the world is in tough times. Poverty, inequality, regimes starving their own people, and now on top of that, we have a new Sonic movie. <laughs> so foul, I may place the Garfield movie higher Simply by just glancing at its trailer, it has brought a great deal of pain and suffering to America. <laughs> Could be worse, though, right? Could be another Twilight. Um, yeah, the internet totally won on this. Sonic is being redesigned. Redesigned, air quotes, loosely. Because no one's fucking saying what's being redone on it. But on Twitter today, meaning Thursday as we're recording this, uh, Jeff Fowler, uh, the Sonic movie's director, God bless that man, took to Twitter today saying, thank you for the support and the criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Hashtag Sonic movie. Hashtag gotta fix fast. (laughs) (laughs) The studio has six months to redesign Sonic before the scheduled release date of November 8th. Can they fix the main character in such a short time? No. Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> let me read. Let me dissect this tweet. Let me dissect the honesty of this tweet. Okay. So this is what he probably would have actually written. Jeff Fowler, Sonic Movies director, to Twitter today saying, "Thank you for the fuckery online <laughs> and the harsh fucking words towards our creepy ass character and the nightmare fuel that we've created. 
the message is loud and clear. You fucking hate Sonic now. <laughs> you aren't happy with how we did. You fucking hate how you designed him. And you can't seem to understand how we even took this fucking design direction in any capacity whatsoever. And you don't want changes. You fucking demand changes. Or you hope to God that this movie doesn't make it to the fucking theater of your choice. <laughs> well, it's going to happen. He would have wrote that, Everyone but at it, Paramount it was too many characters fully, on Twitter. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed and incredibly fucking pissed that we have to now make this character different because nobody wants to fucking see the movie. Hashtag Sonic movie. Hashtag gotta fix fast. Hashtag holy fuck, I hope I saved my career. <laughs> yeah, just just a few too many characters. Otherwise, he totally would have written that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you're limited, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 140. 140 characters. Uh, um, dude, I don't know how they're going to completely redesign I hope in any open capacity. About what they're redesigning. Yeah, I hope they're, they're going to have to push it. back this release date if they're really going to do this. Because six months is not enough time to take the main character and completely redo well, it. Well, no. Here's the thing. I think it's what they're just going to do is they're going to get rid of. Weird, it's going <laughs> <worse. laughs> to look like you remember that. It's going to be a painting? blue human with long no, hair. No, but do you? Oh, fuck. Do you remember that? Do you remember that painting of? Um, God, it was a painting of Jesus. Do you remember that? And it was all peeled up, peeled up, and someone had to repaint it, and they absolutely botched it. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember no. that? Oh my God! I'll send you that link here in a second. Right. But I think what's going to happen is they're they're going to choose very small uh, things to fix on him, like the teeth. They're just going to black those out. I think. I hope. Right. And get rid of the teeth. I hope we get, get rid a of the literal teeth, put a nice hedgehog. Tongue. Just an actual hedgehog, oh, and then you have it blue, and that's what we get. And then they just have voiceover. Bro, this thing's so fucking bad. I totally forgot how bad this botched Jesus was. Hold on, uh, take a fucking. At least there's no that. pressure. I mean, it's just Jesus, right? Oh, oh, it's. All right. Here we go. Oh. I remember that. I just didn't even think of it. Yeah, that looks like a monkey. Like a legit baboon or something. Oh, Holy cow. God. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they actually do with this. I don't think they can fix it. Not in that short period of time. I mean, that is a lot, a lot, a lot of CGI. Um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Dude, I, I don't... I don't know. Can you hear my fucking cat meowing right now? I cannot. Oh, okay. Well, would I, hey, stop. Shut up. Shut up, cat. <laughs> Anyways, um, damn it, Vader. Um, yeah, I look with this. Here's the thing, right? I mean, this isn't even like putting lipstick on a pig. This is like fucking. I mean, this is this is beyond that. I don't, I don't know what that is, but it's the next level that I feel like maybe getting rid of the teeth would help. But I mean, you gotta, start. you gotta change the eyes. I mean, the, main, legs, the main thing that people had a problem the hands, with hands. Here's my problem too. With <laughs> was the animation. If you watched how he fucking like spins and stuff in the air, it's like he jumps and then he's just static like this. And then fucking like flips in the air. Like someone, I mean, to be Someone fair, that, learn that natural is kinda, movement of the body. Kind of how it was animated in the first couple Sonic games, but uh, no, this is not I, yeah, supposed right. to be the first couple Sonic games. 
No, this isn't 25 years ago. Yeah. This is fucking, you know, this is 2019. But yeah, he's also like super like lanky and he's got no gloves on his hands. I hope if they put gloves on his hands, get rid of the teeth and and fix his fucking nose, I think will be good. And just make it look like it's actual fur and just I, or not fur, I guess. I guess they they don't really have fur on top of them like that, but Here, here's my thing. I, I've seen I mean, I've seen some redesigns that didn't even necessarily do anything crazy and it looks so much better. So, hopefully they hire whoever did those redesigns and we'll just use that. I mean, I I hope they do those redesign, like hire the person who did the redesigns. But also, on the other end of everything, like I feel like, I feel like they're just not going to show what the new Sonic is, and then we're going to go to the movies, and it's, <laughs> it's going to be, be the like, same Sonic. <laughs> someone someone actually posted. I forget who it was. I don't know if it's one of the guys from Kind of Funny. I don't know if it's a Kind of Funny guy or someone else. But um, so my apologies if I'm giving someone else the credit. But um, on Twitter, I saw someone. They're like. They said, well, there, I fixed it. And they put Steve Buscemi's eyes on fucking Sonic. <laughs> Perfect. And he said, Nailed it. Fixed. Oh, God, dude. This is a dumpster fire. You know we're going to this, yeah. right? Yeah. I was planning on it. Like, no, like, we're making, like, a I want a video. Deal about I it. want a video. Standing of in line. Excited. The only goddamn people there going, woo! <laughs> I want us wearing Sonic shirts. Oh, Getting a video, live streaming in the line. I, I want the wait. whole shebang. It's gonna be great. Oh, I'm pumped. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fast. It's gonna be real fast. <laughs> it's gonna be great. You know what they should do next? A Kirby movie. Oh man, I that's... check out Steve Buscemi Sonic. By the way, I sent you the link okay. there, my dude. We'll do. Um, yeah. Uh, anyone else to at home? For, for absolutely, look up just... Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I'll just I'll just look at these links. Oh my god. <laughs> Kill it with fire. <laughs> god. Uh, so maybe, maybe I'll put that up on our Instagram tomorrow. <laughs> Please do. Oh my god. Uh, so anyway, oh. uh let's let's venture away from Sonic here. I I feel sure. like we're beating the shit out of a dead horse right now. Uh, a dead Sonic, a dead hedgehog. So Microsoft kind of announced uh, this new haptic controller called Torque. Uh, Torque is a rigid haptic controller that renders elastic objects. Uh, Torque was designed by Mike Sinclair Yal? Yal? Ofec? Ofec, I guess. Mar Gonzalez Franco and Christian Holes from Microsoft Research along with Jeon Lee from Cased. Uh, torque stands for touch. They use the O from touch as well because you got to get torque somehow, <laughs> right? Uh, touch rigid controller. Uh, it will be unveiled at ACMCHI conference on human factors in computing systems, which really rolls off the tongue, on May fourth yep. through the ninth in Glasgow, Glasgow, sorry, in the United Kingdom. Uh, as described by Microsoft, uh, Torque is a compact device that fits in the palm of your hand. It is a compressed, or it is composed of a rigid shell. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so tired. Uh, it is composed of a rigid shell that has no visible moving parts, yet it can deliver rich haptic feedback that allows high level of dexterity and compliance perception when manipulating virtual objects. That's a fucking mouthful, man. <laughs> 
It is awesome. designed to support gripping virtual objects between the thumb and two fingers. Uh, an example of how the device would work would be like squeezing a virtual stress ball. While your fingers would not actually move, the combination of visual stimuli as along with haptic feedback provided by the torque, uh, it would feel like you're actually squeezing the stress ball, which is kind of a mindfuck. Uh, the ability of Torque would go beyond this, though. Uh, torque would also give you the ability to uh, replicate fine motor movements, such as hand handling small objects or using virtual tools in a way that is unparalleled by anything in the market right now. Uh, the device also has a force sensor, which would allow you to pick and pick up and drop items without switching modes or pressing a separate button. Uh, this would actually allow for deeper immersion in VR and AR environments. Uh, Torque's design also allows it to be incorporated with other devices such as styluses or game controllers. Uh, this is really, really, really fucking cool. Um, it is beyond my, um, my knowledge on anything haptic feedback or VR or AR, but uh, from the way they describe it, it is a really, really neat uh, controller, basically, that's going to be coming out and is really going to change how VR and AR are kind of implemented into games. It's it's super cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, it's kind of similar to from what that the haptic feedback is um, with the no moving parts. I'm pretty sure it's it's similar to the way that the Taptic engine works mm -hmm. in the MacBook, um, as well as the iPhone and and on some Samsung phones. Like when you like hard press on something, right? Like you force press, um, and it gives a sensation of it, you know, moving in. Yeah. The biggest thing on this is the fact of, for the longest time, um, you know, VR has just been like pick an item up, you know, Wii Sports style, yeah, uh, if you will. And you're just kind of a dummy with it. This this allows for the complete articulation of the of the thumb, right? Right, in in some sense, which which is good. I mean, obviously, you know, when you want to turn a knob, you're not turning a knob. You're just swiping your hand on a touchpad, yeah. And and squeezing an object that gives you a, a you know haptic feedback or haptic feedback, sorry, through a, a little spring inside of something that gets a little or magnet that gets moved, um, but. Uh, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's interesting, but I also feel like it's one of the. I. I don't know. Microsoft, I think, has a <laughs> does some neat research projects, but their go to market strategy with any of these is usually terrible. Rough. Like Hollow Lens is awful, yeah. um, in its go to market strategy and implementation. Like it's kind of weird. Um, this is neat, but I also feel like cameras would just do the trick better. Do you know what I mean? Like, like for example, if you can get a camera properly like you know like a a super 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 good connect that can uh figure out each one of your fingers and the joints in your fingers i mean this would this would replace that in a second i mean obviously you're not going to feel yeah but there's, haptic there's feedback gotta from a squishy be, item yeah there's i i think they're more so going for that haptic uh feedback so you can actually it, it feels like you're squeezing a stress ball like it, they really um, put emphasis on you know being able to feel what you're touching rather than you know oh well it, it it's recognizing your fingers I mean I, mm. I, it's more for the immersion I think than anything um, but I want to know if you can tell how many ice cubes are in it 
No, you don't. Okay, never mind. Oh, the, the, the Switch. Switch. <laughs> so I was like, damn, oh never mind. You know what Nintendo should have done? They should have released a demo with the Ice Cube so we could all sense what uh, yeah. Reggie was talking you about. You mean like one, two Switch that you have to pay $40 for, $50 for? Is the Ice Cube game in yeah. that? Is yeah. it? That's where it's from? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And the other thing is how long do you think it's going to be before someone makes a game where you can feel boobs using haptic feedback? <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. This is going straight it's to It's like porn. a stress ball or it's Here's going the straight problem, to porn. though. It's dumb because if you look at how the sensor is, you're not using your whole hand. It's literally yeah, like two it's fingers. just the, the two fingers and your thumb. So what are you going to do? Like lobster, lobster claw, some like a titty on the screen? Just, yeah. Like you're going to mute to it? I don't know, dude. I I didn't design it. I have no clue what their angle I don't, is. I don't get it. I, this I, is my it problem. It makes more sense get, to have a full hand problem, because though. you're going to be able to do a lot more uh, with a full hand. Here's the fucking thing, though. This is just a fucking haptic engine from a cell phone on the back of this fucking thing. And it's a VR. It's a simulation where you're squeezing a fucking cube. That's it, with two fingers. Yeah. There's nothing else you can do. Give me a fucking soccer ball and let me touch the side of it. Does it feel like a soccer No. No, it fucking doesn't. Why? Because I can only fucking use two fingers and my thumb to feel a cube. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm interested to, to see this. what it is because the way they described it, if it actually works the way they are are explaining it, it sounds really cool. Oh, if they can make a glove with this shit oh, in yeah. it? Oh, yeah. If it, like, it actually glove, feels like you're... Right. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean, there's there's um, obviously got to be something that's holding them back from doing something like that. I mean, because that seems like the obvious answer. You put some gloves on, and now now it is replicating everything that you're doing and also giving you that feedback. But clearly there has to be something that is keeping them from doing that and keeping uh, – it, it has to be technology or something. There, there's some oh, sort of – Oh, it's 100% porn. It's, I don't think porn 100%. is keeping them from making it. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Subverse, a Mass Effect-inspired porn game. What a segue. Uh, has, is now the, one of the top 20 most successful video game Kickstarters in the past seven years. Uh, in this time period, uh, there have been 12,868 Kickstarter campaigns in the same genre. That just shows you how many bad things are on Kickstarter, I guess. Uh, the game summary on Kickstarter simply says, explore a wacky galaxy full of hot alien babes in the kinky new sci-fi RPG mashup. Uh, the trailer for this game also starts out by saying, from the studio that was banned from Patreon for making a werewolf, eat out a girl's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really just setting the tone for what to expect from this game. Uh, the Kickstarter campaign ended with $2,175,176.63 and raised um, and had over 58,000 supporters. Uh, this surpassed the highest milestone by over $750,000. We could be curing fucking problems, <laughs> and we choose as a society to put money to this. My God. Uh, in case you're curious, or maybe even a backer of this game, you sick fuck, uh, FOW Interactive, the dev team behind the game, stated that they will be posting a roadmap for the game next week in a thank you post on Kickstarter. This roadmap will detail what to expect in 2019 and beyond. They also promised to not add feature creep and that they will be sticking, thank God, and that they will be sticking to the original vision of the game, which is a fun and fast-paced tactical shmup hybrid. It's it's a direct quote, man. Shmup Mup hybrid with some light RPG elements and lewd rewards. Uh, 
So <sighs> I, this I is had a to, studio making a werewolf eat out a girl. I had butthole. to do a <laughs> holy. I did a shit. little research on FOW Interactive oh, to see God. who the hell they are, where they came from. Apparently, they make uh, CG porn that <laughs> comes out on Newgrounds, and uh, they have a community <laughs> that is clearly quite dedicated and very loving. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And so now they're making this game I will say from watching the trailer I did laugh my ass off Because the trailer was actually pretty funny But the whole premise of this game Is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> oh. oh, Dude the CGI in the, in the trailer is fantastic yeah, It is actually very well done Recruit a team of sexy waifus <laughs> It's um, we won't be posting this on our YouTube channel, but no, you yeah. can definitely go check it out. Uh, it is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> apparently people are pretty excited about it though. I mean, over $2 million raised for this game, uh, putting it in the top 20 games in the last seven years on Kickstarter. Um, it's, it's crazy. It's really, really something. Yeah, it's, um, it's a very... It's a very interesting time to be alive in America. Uh, are these guys in America, or where are these guys from? I God, I, don't I didn't go, go that site, deep down the to. rabbit hole. It was very, oh, very God. quick research. I contact I was, us. I was scared what I was going to come across. Oh, yeah, God. go ahead and contact them, Jeff. <laughs> hey, where are you guys have from? Have them on the show. <laughs> have them on the show. You wouldn't happen to be in Rochester, New York, would you? <laughs> it looks like they've done... Wow, okay. Yep going to leave this you site. found their page huh? um yeah found it <laughs> oops oops um yeah it's uh it's wild to me you know that this gets this much money um but then it also doesn't surprise me people love the their space time. alien porn man i mean i i would i would bet you um I would bet you $500 that there will be a change.org campaign for Leave Sonic Alone. <laughs> and if there's not, someone needs to make that immediately. Uh, Sign a petition. I will make it just Leave so I don't have to pay you $500. Is. Oh, dude. I, this is incredible. $2.1 million raised for that. It's, it's holy insane. shit! <laughs> what was their budget? I I don't know what their previous budget was. What did or they anything. need? They, Let me their, look it their up Their milestone quick. was, um, I believe it was a million pounds, which translates roughly to like one point six million. Yeah, pounds. So that's almost. I mean, that's that's pretty much what they got. Yeah. They got two. I mean, it's. It's Jesus, man. Well, no, their their highest milestone that they had on there was was a million pounds. Uh, they they earned from this Kickstarter. Oh, oh no no no! There it wasn't a million pounds. It was a hundred thousand euro. Oh, was goal. it? And they've gotten one point six million euro. Is there was their goal? They got. <laughs> They got 16 times what they asked for. Oh, man. Holy shit. Yeah, they had, they had a couple different places where they had different milestones and shit, but they, they did have yeah, one that was, was a million euro, the... and it was like the, the, you know, the top of it. Um, but it, it's 
insane what they made. Absolutely crazy. Holy shit. So the the last thing that we wanted to bring up in this podcast, obviously uh, on Wednesday there was a huge Borderlands 3 gameplay reveal. Um, and I just put together a real, real quick condensed list because there's a lot of stuff going on. It was like a four or five hour stream. Um, but I just kind of wanted to touch on some of the major features that are new and um, things that I figured were kind of noteworthy. Uh, so Sanctuary 3 is a is a ship instead of an actual location. Uh, this will be used to travel to different locations, like different planets, uh, which is something that is also new to the series, uh, different planets rather than just being on Pandora. Uh, it will serve as your main hub and will allow you to do a huge variety of things, such as open gold chests, interact with NPCs, and purchase equipment. Uh, it is also fully customizable, and the default is actually based on each Vault Hunter. Um, fast travel will be available on each planet, and you can even fast travel to different planets as long as you've already been there. Uh, your Vault Hunter will be customizable with different heads, skins, colors, emotes, and echo skins. Uh, your echo is your menu system, basically. Kind of think like uh, your Fallout Pip-Boy type deal. Uh, gore is back, including dismemberment, not just blood and all that. I mean, you can Hell yeah. blow, pe- blow people's legs off and all the, all the good things, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and now you can actually slide. So it seems like they're kind of taking a uh, yeah a page cool out of sliding. Apex's book there, Titanfall. Um, there will yeah. be more boss fights than previous games, uh, and some of these boss fights will even have multiple stages, which is kind of neat. Um, you can also destroy cover, which is something that has not been done in Borderlands previously, and um, the ground pound is back. That was in the pre-sequel. A lot of people liked it. I didn't really actually play through the pre-sequel because I didn't like this. I just didn't care for it, personally. But um, Players can now revive NPCs, and NPCs can now revive you. Uh, water actually conducts electricity, and things can catch on fire from a fire damage or uh, the explosive barrels. Enemy vehicles can be commandeered and added to the catch-a-ride station so you can call them back at a later time. Each Vault Hunter has three action skills, and you can choose which one to equip, but only one can be equipped at a time. Uh, Zane is a special uh, instance here where he can actually equip two, and uh, the second one actually goes in place of the grenade slot. Uh, Claptrap is now General Claptrap of the Crimson Raiders. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> that's noteworthy, right? Uh, there's a new <clears throat> cult called the Children of the Vault, or COV. Um, player characters from previous games will appear as NPCs. Uh, you get to work alongside them in certain missions, and some of them give you quest-like missions. Uh, go kill this, things like that. Uh, some guns have multiple firing modes, which can, and others can change their elemental damage. Uh, vending machines are back. There are now weapon skins and trinkets that can be used across any gun in the game. Uh, This is touted as the biggest Borderlands game yet. Uh, The story, if you beeline through it, beeline being an exact quote, um, it's about 30 hours. Um, But, I mean, that's obviously no no side stories or anything like that. Uh, Slag damage is gone, but in its place, we get radiation damage. 
So, yeah. Fair trade. <laughs> Fair trade. Uh, this one makes me laugh, and it's terrible all at the same time. Uh, the midget enemy subclass is gone due to the previous term's derogatory nature. Instead, they're now calling them tinks because it's Borderlands, and that's an acceptable thing to do. Uh, <laughs> Tinkerbell. Uh, you can now play offline, too. Uh, you don't actually have to be online for this game, which is a nice Woo! surprise in 2019. And there will be no microtransactions, according to Randy Pitchford. This has been taking over the news lately, by the way. Uh, he said that Gearbox, uh, and I quote, isn't doing any of the free-to-play junk. There isn't going to be any microtransactions. Um, aside from that quote, he did say that uh, the game will, however, have paid customization options, such as skins and heads. Uh, so basically, there's fucking microtransactions in this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which God. I don't care as long as it's cosmetic no, and that's fine. It. We're fucking jousting. This is it. <laughs> this is it, Randy. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. I, that's mainly. That's. I mean, I'm fine with customized or just sure. as long as it's cosmetic shit. I don't care. That's fine. Is he you meaning don't have more DLC? It. If it's is he meaning more DLC instead of like? Oh, I, there there will like be a DLC. Store? They they did confirm so, yeah, that as well. Did he say? Oh, okay, so this is like right out the get-go, there's yeah. going to be customized skins in a store, and you can purchase it for real money. Uh, I would assume so. Um, they didn't say when those will be coming, but they did say that they will be there, and then there will also be you know, story DLC as well. Um, DLC is almost like a, a term that I don't know why the fuck it's still really around. It just means downloadable content. Yeah, but I mean everything we fucking do right now, we download the fuck content. Yeah. Uh, I think you know it, I mean? they just use like the, it as the like line? an add-on. I mean, a lot of the game stores and things actually use add-on rather than DLC. Yeah. Well, no pun intended, but the borderline between DLC and, and microtransactions, I mean, is really fucking... Yeah. I mean, every single I mean it, you're year getting it gets a, lesser a and little lesser. stuck on the terminology of it. I mean, it, the whole thing is like, yeah, there's going to be... Um, cosmetic DLC if you want to call it that but all it is is a cosmetic add-on to the game which is still a fucking microtransaction because yeah. that's what a microtransaction is it is right, after yeah. the purchase something else you purchase on top of that right which is the same as DLC exactly too. so it's fine it, it the way <laughs> DLC like if you go into the Xbox um, store right now it, they don't right. use DLC they actually use add-on content is what they call it yeah. So yeah. that honestly makes more sense, but DLC has been the name of, that we've used for so long that it just. But I guess add-on content now at this point too is add-on content is almost like when it's external from the game, like it's sold through the Microsoft Store, and then I guess my, the only thing holding microtransactions and difference from an add-on is that it's still within the game. It's just a store within the game, not a separate. Well, store. most you know of the time, I mean, I mean if. If you were to go to the Xbox store and, for example, go to Rocket League, there will be add-ons available to buy keys. You can also purchase them supposedly from from the Rocket League or within Rocket League, but all it does is yeah. redirect you back to the Microsoft store. Right, so, right, right. So, honestly, any of those transactions aren't going on in-game. They're all still going on through the storefront that you're using. Well, yeah, but there's some games where it. Goes, I mean, if you're playing I mean, on PC, is about the only place you're really gonna get anything like that. Yeah, and it's still this even going through their. Client. Are people pissed about this? Not really. They're just calling okay, them out good. on 
the fact that it is a fucking microtransaction and he's saying there's not, but also in the same breath confirming that there are going to be paid customization options. Right. So it's like, I, I mean, it's I mean, a microtransaction the only good thing can take away you from can it. say that, but the thing is when somebody says there's no microtransactions, it generates <sighs> a lot of buzz. So that's why you just I just I it. fucking hate all the fucking stupid coin terms oh, that this goddamn industry uses. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Just say you can buy shit in the fucking game. Well it's not free see, to play, you buy the fucking game but that, that's, and then you can that's buy the whole customization thing. They're, stuff. They're trying to generate buzz because EA's been doing it, there's no microtransactions. So they they just did it with Fallen Order, right? So uh, they're they're trying to oh hey, we're putting out a game in twenty nineteen that doesn't have any microtransactions. But there's this, and it's like it's the oh same thing. It's a different terminology. It is. It, it's really dumb, and I understand you know what he was trying to say, but he worded it really poorly. People called him out on it, and then he doubled down on it. So right, it, that, that's his, the he forgot his fucking speech at medieval times. Right. right. There's nothing but, he fucking do about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna have microtransactions. They're just cosmetic, which is fine. As long as it's not a, a pay-to-win kind of thing, I don't care. I don't have to buy a skin. I don't have to buy a different head for my Vault Hunter. I really don't care. You're going you're gonna to buy I one. I will, though. but I'm, ju- yeah. I'm just saying I don't have to. It's not <laughs> something that hinders me from playing the game. I just I just heard Amber go, hmm. Oh. Listen. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, no. I mean, the one good thing you can take away from this, I guess, is that this it sounds like it's gonna be a kick-ass, you know, Borderlands. Game. Oh, I'm so excited for this game, dude! The the gameplay reveal um, was everything it, I hoped for, and I can't wait to get more. I'm excited too. Hopefully, there's no bugs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, generally, yeah. that is kind of what you hope for when you release a game. <laughs> I hope this doesn't crash yeah. instantly. <laughs> well, but I mean, I guess generally you could say that, but I mean, it's been pretty fucking bad lately with games. Yeah. So, yeah. cool. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for our Friday show. If you want to support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash diggitypodcast, and you can support us there. Today's podcast was brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity and get access to a ton of audiobooks on us for free for 30 days. And you also get a free audiobook to download, just one of them. Not, not 180,000 of them. Just one. Don't get so fucking selfish. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Username there is Diggity. You can find me on Xbox One. My username, or my gamer tag, my username. Come on, what am I? What am I? Uh, my gamer tag is Maple Jeff Brody. You are. Luscious Brody. Oh, and you're missing the other oh, one. Wolverine's, Wolverine's cousin, cousin on, on PSN. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hit it up, baby. Uh, leave us a review, guys. It helps us out a ton. Let's see, show get noticed a little bit more on different platforms like iTunes and Castbox and Overcast, wherever you listen. Uh, so you either hit the stars um, or leave us a comment uh, and give us some good feedback because uh, we always want to hear how we can make the show better each and every single week. And until next time, guys, we will see you for the Wednesday show. <laughs>